0: Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Dias, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed again. Let's go right to episode 196, titled, Thrown into the Lion's Den. You can find this event in Daniel chapter 6. When the Medes and Persians captured Babylon, Darius the Mede became the most powerful king in the whole world. He assigned governors known as satraps to manage the 120 new provinces he had just acquired. These satraps reported directly to three administrators that he appointed to lead them. Daniel was one of the three men chosen for that role. He was so exceptional that soon the king decided to promote Daniel and make him chief administrator for the whole nation. The other administrators and satraps were jealous. Why should an exile from Judah become one of the most powerful and influential leaders in the world, they wondered. So they began to look for ways to get rid of him. But Daniel's record was spotless. The only dirt they could dig up on him was the fact that he worshipped the God of Israel rather than the gods of Persia. They had to find a way to use this against him. They knew that he prayed three times every day and that he always prayed facing Jerusalem. So they proposed a new law that would make it illegal for anyone in the empire to pray to any god or any man other than Darius himself for the next 30 days. The penalty for breaking this law would be death in the lion's den. The idea appealed to the prideful king, so Darius signed it into law. And according to Persian law, once he signed it, not even the king himself could repeal it. But Daniel did not change his prayer life. Three times every day, he went upstairs in his house, opened the shutters of his window that faced Jerusalem, and kneeled down to pray and praise God. Of course, his rivals reported this to King Darius. The king was beside himself with grief. The law he had just signed had trapped his most trusted advisor. He tried to find a way to rescue his friend, but there was no way for him to reverse his own ruling. By the end of the day, Daniel had to be executed. As the sun set, Daniel was brought to the mouth of the lion's den. May your God whom you serve continually rescue you, the king yelled as Daniel was thrown in. Then a rock was placed over the den and it was officially sealed. That night, the king could not eat or sleep. At dawn, he rushed to the den and called out to Daniel, Servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to rescue you from the lions? And Daniel shouted back, May the king live forever! God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me, because I was found innocent in God's sight." The king was completely overjoyed. He gave orders for Daniel to be lifted out. Sure enough, he was completely unharmed. Then the king commanded his officers to throw the men who had accused Daniel into the den, and the hungry lions killed them immediately. Then Darius issued a new decree. This one stated that people in every part of his kingdom were now required to honor the God of Daniel. The king acknowledged that the Israelite's God was a living and powerful God. He was far superior to the iron and stone idols that everyone else worshipped. Daniel continued to be successful and prosperous for the rest of King Darius's reign. Think about it. If prayer became a crime, would you be convicted as a criminal If people observed your prayer life, would they conclude that you believe in a living and powerful God like Daniel did? Daniel did what was right regardless of the consequences, and God used his example to change a king and a large, powerful nation. In Philippians 4, 6, Paul tells us to pray in every situation. He says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Our prayer life should be one of our most identifiable characteristics. Now go and be a person of prayer.